I'm afraid this is a sad day at the art of photography. I have to return this X-Pro2 to B&H. Sadly, all good things must come to an end. B&H were awesome enough to loan me this Fujifilm X-Pro2, but unfortunately today is the day I've got to box it up and send it back. Find Mr. Lazo's luggage and put it on the plane. Yes, sir. This way, please. Most of you guys probably know that up until a few months ago, I had no experience with what Fuji are doing with cameras these days. And to say that I'm blown away is an understatement. I've spoken very highly about not only this camera, the X-Pro2, but also the X-T2, and both are extremely impressive. But before I box this up to send it back, I wanna say a couple things about some of the lenses that I borrowed from B&H as well. And the ones that I've really ended up liking, my two favorite Fuji lenses thus far are these two that I've got right now. This is the um, 16 millimeter f1.4 and this is the 23 millimeter f2 why my name richard because you're getting on that plane these are not only my favorite two lenses on the fuji system so far these are two of my favorite lenses that i've ever used particularly in this focal range now for me personally i like wide angle lenses and particularly with fuji with the xt2 and with the x pro 2 these are really well suited as cameras that you can carry around get candid shot street photography types of things and be in the moment and I mean, they're more versatile than that, but that's what I've enjoyed doing the most on these. And so therefore, I prefer wide angle lenses for that type of shooting. Now with full frame cameras, this is usually not a problem, but because of the crop factor on APS-C size sensors, sometimes distortion can be an issue with lenses when you're using smaller than full frame size sensors. I have absolutely no idea how a 16 millimeter lens can be made that doesn't start to look like a fisheye, but Fuji have done it. It is amazing. Now all of the distortion correction is done in camera on these things. It's excellent. So this first lens I want to talk about is the XF 16mm f 1.4R WR. It sounds like a license plate lens. It is a 24mm equivalent on a full frame camera. It has an aperture range of f 1.4 to f 16. It features two aspherical and two ED elements. It features nano GI lens coating, which is very awesome. I'll talk about in a second. Floating focus system. It has a minimum working distance of six inches. It is weather sealed, which is very awesome, particularly at this price point and it features a rounded nine blade diaphragm. So a few observations of why I am very impressed with the 16mm RWR is, first of all, this is a $1,000 lens. That sounds like a very expensive lens, but when you consider what you're getting, this is a 16mm prime with an f1.4 aperture. Show me another lens at that focal length with a 1.4 aperture. They're very rare and it's amazing. And not only that, this is a very sharp lens. Uh, the sharpness is outstanding. What I really like about this is when you are using a very shallow depth of field, it's a very smooth transition. It's almost like this 3D quality to it. It's got this wonderful contrast. Um, it's weather sealed. It does not feel cheap. The autofocus is quiet and fast. It is incredible. You get all that for $1,000. And this is where I think Fuji are really starting to excel at these things. You're 
getting a lot for your money with these. There are two downsides to the 16 millimeter that I want to point out. First of all, it is focused by wire, but unfortunately that goes for everything that Fuji is making right now. It is all focused by wire. It just is what it is. Not my favorite, but you have to live with it. The second thing is it is a little big. Now there is a lot of glass in here and the image quality is outstanding and it needs to be a certain size, but this could be a deal for you if you are shooting particularly with the X-Pro2 and you're using the viewport on here. It will get in the way and start to block your view a little bit. It's not the end of the world for me, but it is worth pointing out. The other lens that I've absolutely fallen in love with is this one. This is the 23mm f2 RWR XF Fujifilm. Anyway, the image quality on here is absolutely outstanding as well. Now there is an f1.4 version of this. It's also twice as expensive. In full disclosure, I have not tried that lens, so somebody might have to chime in that has experience that can compare the two. But the f2 is amazing, and this is a $450 lens. And when you consider what you're getting out of here in terms of image quality, it is amazing. The XF 23mm is a 35mm full frame equivalent with an aperture range of f2 to f16. It has two aspherical elements, features Super EBC lens coating, and it also features weather sealed construction and a rounded nine blade diaphragm. So a lot of this is personal preference, and I mentioned earlier that I'm a big fan of wide angle lenses. So 35 millimeter full frame equivalent and under is what I'm into. This is a 35 millimeter equivalent lens, it's the 23. It is very small. It's a $450 lens. It is weather sealed. The image quality is outstanding. What I like about this is this kind of became the main lens that sits on the camera. In fact, it's still on there now. This is what I would generally shoot with unless I was in a special situation where I needed a wider angle. And main reason is, is because this is a much bigger lens and on this camera, it starts becoming a lot. Um, but your mileage could vary. It just depends on what kind of photography you like to shoot. So we're going to have to forgive the focus by wire because we don't have a choice on that. But these lenses all feature aperture rings. Look at that. So you can actually grab and go when you're selecting your aperture. I've talked a lot about that over the last two months when I've been talking about the Fuji cameras and that's just how their system is designed and it's actually one of the things that I like the most about it. I want to say something about lenses that I think is very important and this is advice that I give to anybody who's putting together a camera system. Lenses are probably the most important part of your camera system. They don't get redesigned very often. They don't come out nearly as often as new camera bodies and they hold their value a lot better. In fact, I'll tell you a story. I have a friend who is a professional photographer and we were working together, this was years ago on something, and he said, hey, uh, do you mind if I borrow uh, your 5D on this? And I said, at the time I was shooting Canon, I said, yeah, don't you have one? And he had this huge bag of lenses and stuff. He said, I don't own a body. He says, I rent them when I have a job. And his whole reasoning is that for his money and his investment, it was much better invested in buying a set of lenses than it was in camera bodies. And his point was they just come out too often and he can always rent the latest and greatest to go with the lens collection. So anyway, maybe not for everybody, certainly not for me, but it is something to be said for that. My point is, is that lenses are extremely important. And what I really love about what Fuji are doing is you get a lot of value for your money when you buy Fuji lenses. These are not nearly as expensive as they could or probably should be. So the sad news is, is that it's time to box these up and send them back to B&H, but the good news is, is that I'm going to order them. 
I really am that impressed. Now in terms of bodies, there's one more Fujifilm body that I want to try and it's going to be the EX3 which comes out later this month. I really like the X-T2, the X-Pro2 is incredible too, but I'm interested in something that's just a little bit smaller so I'm going to try one more before I make my decision on this. You're getting on that plane with Victor where you belong. But Richard, no one. Now but... you've got to listen to me. That sounds like a love song From the birds in the sky Seems I'm looking at you, kid. 